He's old and grumpy and his name is Nate. He's gonna talk about all the stuff he hates. Get good, you scrub! Like my song, I Josh. love your song. The, the, it's just a little ironic, though, because actually what we're going to be talking about today are the top 100 games of all time, not things that you hate. Now, if you're a patron, uh, you will have heard over the past 30 minutes us talk about <laughs> things that we hate in our political rants. But for the rest of this episode, I think, I think it's going to be pretty uh, positive, actually. Well... That said, we are going to, you know, cut some some games from our last year's list. So uh, I don't know that I'd go so far to talk about hate, except one game in particular that I think we all know um, that is probably going to get cut. But we'll talk about that later. Uh, we did make mention of it in some of the worst bosses of all time. Just if you listen to last time's episode. But that being said, uh, welcome to episode 66 mm. of the Backlog Breakdown. As we discuss, as I mentioned, mm-hmm. 2021's version of our top 100 games of all time, and also a little yeah. bit of a look back at 2020, and and you know whether or not we hit those lofty goals that we had set for ourselves. Spoilers! Uh, spoilers! Jeez, guys, spoilers! Uh, I did not hit oh, most of no. my. Uh, my goals. What? I I was an abysmal failure, and I blame it all on what? the COVID. But it's been a perfectly normal year. Why did you not? Uh, <laughs> you know what? And, and we can talk a little bit about that. And and I I think our boy uh, DPT Basement mm-hmm, actually mm-hmm. posted something in the Discord that I thought was helpful. Um, but I think one of the biggest things that I'm learning just as far as like personal strategies and, and sort of learning how to be a little more productive and whatever with, with is like, I think you have to be and actually listening to the daily stoke this morning. He talked a little bit about it, like being flexible in a way. And sometimes like, you know, you have to give your room yourself room for failure, but then you just, you have to like get back into like those habits and those good, you know, the good habits and the good patterns and the good rhythms, um, which was not something that I, is something that I struggled with all yeah. year, this last yeah. year. Um, you know, it's not really a spoiler to anybody listening, but 2020 sucked. <laughs> uh, it's just been weird. Uh, there's been like just a bunch of insanity and it's like, and I know that like we're people and so we're wildly inconsistent at times. And there are things about this year that were interesting but and and i i really believe like i mean i believe that it's in the hard times that we actually learn the most and i just think that what we learned was that people suck (laughs) (laughs) and it's like and it's not it's not you know it's not just like relegated to to one sector it's like a whole bunch of people suck we all kind of suck and uh you know but that's a little bit of like truth in jest kind of mm-hmm. thing like it's it's i'm mostly joking but I, I i've just been sort of like very discouraged with just people in general it reminds me of a clip from um, a, a show called the it crowd that i <laughs> <laughs> you should, i mean i can't there's really, some language but... in that that clip but man it would be really great if you could just dig that clip up and just throw it boop, in here like that little sound bite it'd be so good so good but uh yeah, man. So it's been, uh, it has not been two weeks. No, not this time. 
It's not been two Twice weeks. Twice match. Twice as much. Wow, I can't even talk. It's been four weeks. It's been four whole weeks since I've seen your wonderful face. Oh, Great beard, by the way. This yeah, is thanks, on video buddy. for our patrons. Once again, plugging the Patreon if if you're interested. Uh, we don't have oh, dude, tears. If you want to give anything. I'm going to actually like, I'm going to send you, I was actually looking like, and it was a little bit of a vanity thing, but mm. I was actually like looking back at like some old like Facebook profile pictures and there was one, my beard was like, so good like mm -hmm. i'm like i need that beard again like that's now. the beard like it was like it was like shaped really well mm -hmm. and it was just like it was a good length it was like perfect and i'm like mm -hmm. i just need to like save that picture and it's like that's what my beard needs to look like at all times i don't like, know man was, you might have flex of poo in it covid might get caught in there somewhere yeah but my beard my beard is your strong beard is a danger to to other people so Maybe beard, if your beard wears a mask all the time. Okay. Anyway, sorry. That's all pre-show stuff. We don't have to talk about that. Sorry. Right. I'm 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 saving this. I'm going to uh, I'm going to send it to you. I'm going to nice. actually just text it to you. Okay. Um, because I love the beard um, pics. But it's like my I was favorite. looking at this Brand picture. Like I was like, oh, I'm going to go look at back at like my my profile pics. Mm -hmm. And I was looking at my beard. And I was like, oh man, my beard looks real good in that picture. It's got like mm, just like perfect shape. Mm -hmm. It's like length. It's one because there's like, yeah, it was like it was like rounded, but like sort of like clean. I was like, yeah. Oh yeah, like, man. The whole look in that picture. Oh, uh, I was like hair, super super hipster. Nice glasses. Super, the uh, is that a flannel or is it just plaid? No, that 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 was like a legit. That that was actually a really nice flannel I had that nice. I'm not too fat for. Um, oh no. No 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 no. Uh, but anyways, yeah. So. 2020 am i right 2020 is the worst <laughs> no but not 2020 not all of 2020 i know we're at the, no, end of, no, no, the no. tail end here how has your past four weeks been uh pretty good i i shared with you uh that today wasn't today was kind of bad like mondays in the post office are typically pretty trashy got a case uh, of the mondays oh pff, boy <laughs> boy howdy do we have a case of the mondays uh this monday wasn't it wasn't great but last Monday, so I've been working at the post office for like five, six-ish years, somewhere in that ballpark. It's It's been, I've been there for a while. And my initial 90 days, like I wanted to quit like every single day because mm. the job is hard and it's sort of just like, it takes some getting used to. And it's just like, it, this job can be very demanding in a lot of ways. Um, okay. And again, like the day we're recording. So uh, the Monday from last week, I was like, I, there were several points throughout the day where like I was, I was not going to, but I really just wanted to quit. Like I really mm. like, you know, it's like, it's that thing where it's like, no, this is my job. And you, but like, it was arguably the worst day I've had in five years. Ugh. Like I was like, there was a point where I was in the truck and I was just like ready to cry mm. or just like put my fist through a, a window or something. Like I was there was just like so much going on that I was like, oh, for Pete's sake. Like I was, I was, but yeah, I did not do either one of those things. Nice. Like I got was, through the day. Was that so, the day you listened to Ready Player Two? Uh, <laughs> oh man, that train wreck. Uh, that is a dumpster fire of a book. <laughs> I cannot wait. Like Paul, I'm, I'm going to throw this out there. Uh, you need to just like pony up. 
Like, Josh, we will give him Patreon money. We'll buy that book for him. Like, I just, he needs to hear it because I I am sitting on so much poison (laughs) that, like, I just want to, like, unload on on Ernest Klein's dumb Mm. head. Uh, (laughs) I, there was... We we didn't record any of it, but Josh and I sat there and just ranted to each other for probably like twenty minutes about just mm-hmm. how what a giant pile of trash that book is. Mm-hmm. Um, like three seventy two pages. Like I, I'll tell you what, you have to give uh, Mike Connor, and Connor 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 and Mike, I don't know Mike's yeah, last name Nelson. Nah, there you go. So, uh, but I'm pretty sure it's Nelson. It sounds right. Yeah, full but, Nelson. Uh, like they can just be like so like charming and winsome when they're like just like just taking huge dumps all over that book mm-hmm. and it's just it's 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 hysterical uh i i cannot i cannot do that because uh, <laughs> it is a toxic piece of trash um <laughs> that frankly i think needs to be like launched into the sun and incinerated um <laughs> But, nice, nice. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, I did tell you the story. Like I was listening to it, and there was I must have just been scowling because one of my customers was like, uh, "You okay, Nate?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'm just listening to a really bad book." And they're like, well, "Why don't you stop?" And I was like, "I can't. I just, <laughs> I just can't." I was like, "But it's really dumb." And they didn't ask me any more questions, but. Uh, yeah, how have you been, man? I mean, I, well, mm-hmm. first off, I wanted to say like uh, you and Wes dun, killed dun, it. Dun. Like that that episode was a ton of fun to listen to, man. Ah, uh, so it, it even was a though, ton of fun to make. Even though Wes was like super wrong about uh, yeah the the fact that like he's taking shots at my shadow. No, 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 dog, no, nah, dog. Like, I, listen. To be fair, though, there were some in the best category as well. So it's the best and the worst. Well, the and it's like I said, worst. it's like I said in that that sort of like that shadow drop bite sized. Uh, mm-hmm. That last Colossus is like problematic, but mm-hmm. and I mean, don't get me wrong. He when we played it a couple of years ago with Micah, I was getting like a little like cranky. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was someone like, who thinks it's like. I was like, I was like, this one of the best games sucks. of all time. This Colossus sucks, and it's like, but. At the same time, like, I, I understand the frustrations because, like, there's a whole lot of, like, moving parts to that fight mm-hmm. that, and it's very easy for the whole thing to go, like, sideways. Yeah. But. Again and again and again, unfortunately. I mean, like, when he's but, like, I spent, like, five hours, I was like, yo, nah, dog. Like, you just, you turn it off and you come back. <laughs> like, you just stop playing, man. Like. I don't, I don't know. Five don't hours is like wizard time. So maybe it's like 20 minutes for everyone else. It was, I don't know. <laughs> it was like he spent 30 minutes playing and he was just enraged. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, he legitimately must have been playing for five hours, but somehow it was only 20 hours in immortal human time. Uh, well, yeah, but that's what I mean. It's like five hour loop. Five hour loop for 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, nah, but. But yeah, you yeah. guys, you guys killed it. Um, Ooh, you know, thanks, thanks for uh, you know holding down the fort. Yeah, I just oh yeah, December's gonna just be like a funky month for me, man. Mm-hmm. So it's like I felt real bad, but I was like, you know what, I had like 
I vapor in the tank, man. Vapor yeah. in the tank. So well, and and it's like I said on the episode too. Like that that was the first time you haven't been on a main episode. Like I've I've thrown in that card a couple times before, and and you've pulled through. So yeah, no no worries. And yeah, we had a great time. Um, I I didn't know what to expect because we kind of just threw the you know the idea out there just a couple days before. Um, but he was totally game to keep going. And yeah, mm-hmm. we had a great time. Mm-hmm. I always think, oh, this one's going to be a short episode. And we ended up going pretty long on that one. So it was it was fun. It was fun yeah. for sure. Yeah, we, we, You could probably tell we were having a good time. So yeah, no, that, that was great. So the past couple of weeks for me, um, it's been kind of crazy with work. So I was telling you before, uh, the episode started is that we've finally moved back inside at church. Yeah. Um, this past Sunday was actually our first, so that was the 13th of December was our first like full service indoors. The, the two weeks previous, it was, it rained two weeks before that. And so about 12 hours before we made the decision not to be out in our courtyard, but to be inside. And so I had a lot of work to do that day to get everything working for the stream inside and not outside instead um so that was kind of crazy and then the week after that was it was it was streamed only we didn't technically have our doors open um but it was more for like all of our volunteers so that they could get a feel for what um what it feels like with the covid not i was gonna say covid restrictions it's not necessarily restrictions but it's like guidelines that we have so like how people are ushering because we have one specific entrance and one exit, you know, things like do that. You, do you mind if I mm-hmm. sort of like ask what you guys are doing? Just, you know. So it's, uh, it is social distance, two chairs in between people. Um, the, the rows are six feet apart. So basically when a family comes in, we have uh, ushers to mm-hmm. take them to a like one area. So they fill the room it's not like it's not free seating wherever you want to sit down. Like you need to be ushered to your seats. Um, it is we ask that everyone wears a mask until they're seated because um, that's how it is with restaurants around here. So it's you know it's not required, but it is asked that everyone yeah. that everyone does that. And then our exit area is separate from our entrance, and we do also ask that for like fellowship congregation that that's done outside and not inside the building after See, the service is over. We have every other pew cordoned off, but it's, we do something okay. pretty okay. similar, but because like, because well now, and it's different now though, too, because we're getting into the twenties and thirties and forties. So it's not, Ooh. it's getting. We used to, used to bring everybody, like everybody would sort of come in and then you get seated and we mm-hmm. would let people do some seating of themselves, but it was yeah. like, you know, Mm-hmm. You try not to be too heavy handed with that stuff. But then, uh, and we had a door, like door towards the front of the sanctuary. And we would ask people to leave through that. And then mm-hmm. we would also filter people from the back to just sort of like, and you know, we like, Hey, if it's nice out, like, you know, fellowship. And then mm-hmm. for a couple of weeks we were like, well, you know, if you want to leave, like get up, like leave and then if people are going to like hang out and fellowship a little bit after the service wait until people have left so that yeah you know and Mm -hmm. but and and now it's just like we're kind of like we're saying like hey if you're going to fellowship well 
you know, do it in each other's homes or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, just because I don't know. It's, it's, it's hard. That's hard. That is a hard yeah. thing. Like, it, yeah, it, it is. And, and we had originally set December 6th as the day, like my pastor wanted to do it even sooner, but then that would have been like the weekend after Thanksgiving. So they were like, no, let's not like prepare to move inside the week of Thanksgiving. Like that makes it kind of rough. That's to, a lot of since, like, there's a lot, that's a lot of work. Yes. Yeah. Cause we are still doing streaming now. We're doing both streaming online and, uh, and service in person. So, uh, yeah. So we had originally said December 6th, like probably a month ahead of time, but then COVID numbers spiked. And so then it's like, uh, should we really be doing this now? Kind of a thing. Um, so that these, it's been pretty strict. Now, again, this was just the first Sunday. Um, but the guidelines, we're trying to follow them pretty strictly for now, uh, just because of the spikes in numbers and, you know, we'll, we'll see yeah. how it happens. We had a great turnout the past Sunday. So that was super encouraging. Like it was more than I expected. The room was packed, but of course with social distancing, that's that considerably less than we normally have in that room, you know, back in March. Um, but are we you, didn't know what to expect. Are you guys doing multiple so. services? It was just a single service. So we might be moving to multiple services soon based on how good of a reception we had. And we still had a decent amount of people uh, signed into the stream because I can see that for the, for the different streams. So um, yeah, it was, it was very encouraging. It was great. This past Sunday was, for me personally, it was uh, super encouraging because everything went well. Like it looked good. The cameras looked good on stage. It sounded pretty good. I, I got, you know, like lower thirds and things working. Uh, so you could see the lyrics on the stream. You could see the scripture passages on the screen as well um, for online. Like it all went off really well. And people, a lot of people were there. So like this past Sunday was like a vindication of the the previous weeks of work of just like yeah making priorities of just like that first Sunday back inside. Uh, when it was like 12 hours notice was just like, what can I do in the next few hours to like actually make this work? And then the week after that was like, okay, how can I fix it? And then the week after that was like, okay, now how can we actually make it good? <laughs> and so now it's like, oh, this is like, it actually, it's, it's good. On top of that, this was my last week in my class that I was taking. So I have the next few weeks off until my next oh. class. So between mm. all that, it's, it's, like I feel like I'm on the downhill um, yeah, after yeah. some some craziness. So I'm I'm doing great. Good. Good. Yeah, good, 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 good. That's on the work front, but uh, you know, you know what I like to do when I actually have some time to chill out. One of my favorite hobbies is the video games. The video games. And you with that don't say <laughs> I've got some stuff to report on. I don't know about you, so I just gotta pull out my. Is this is this a backlog report? Backlog report. I'm so excited. I'm so happy. I'm not full of grumpiness and hate. <laughs> not things that Nate hates. Um, uh, do you want to jump in backlog reports? Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got a lot. You've got more to report on, right? I mean, this has been four weeks for you. Well, okay. So uh, the part of that was in no spring November. So, <laughs> well, like true story. Like I'm gonna be real. Uh, I rolled credits on Hades a while ago, mm-hmm. 
Uh, still have been playing a little bit. Oh, and update on Megan as an early Christmas present. Got me a new uh, dock for my Switch. So now I can play that on, nice. on the big nice. screens. And it's it's kind of dope. And I, and I love it. Yeah. It's a, it's, it it's, looks all nice and shiny and I like it. Uh, but yeah, that, that game is still super... Uh, if we get around, well, we'll probably save that for a future, but that is like my 2020 game of the year. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I know the video game awards happen here a little, or the, the game awards with Jeff Keighley happened. And mm-hmm. apparently the last of us part two was sort of a, just swept a whole bunch of categories, but, mm-hmm. uh, Hades was like, that's my, that's my boo. That's, that's my, my boy. That's my bae. Um, but in the spirit of Hades, I have, mm-hmm. much to my shame, uh, there's a new season of Diablo 3. And me okay. being the giant chump that I am, I'm like, I'm going to play the new season of Diablo 3. So I, I, I've been playing a good bit of that. Um, I've sunk a pile of hours back into that. It, it, I mean, it's just, it's Diablo 3 and it's seasonal. And, and honestly, I'm sort of like going through it and I'm like, why am I doing this? Why, why am I doing this? And uh, <laughs> I mean, it's fun and it is sort of like, it gives me some like extra challenges to sort of like shoot for. But uh, I, I'm kind of like, eh, this This might be my last season. And uh, I say that until next season shows up and then I'm just like, Diablo 3, you know. Um, <laughs> uh, but I'm also playing dragon quest five on my 3ds hey um, nice i had a save file that i had i i had started up a while ago and i had to like do some basically i used a walkthrough to like get myself caught up to where i was in the game okay i was okay. like sort of like i was like flipping through and i was like okay where where am i and so now that i've sort of got it back on track like there's still some like story gaps which are unfortunate and i might go back and just like try to read some stuff at some point okay. in time because i'm like i remember parts like um but yeah i'm about 20 hours into it and I, oh okay yeah that game is super like I'll be honest, I really, really like the 3DS uh, version of that game. Mm-hmm. It is really pretty. Uh, the like, I, I think it just looks great. And it, it plays, it's just fun. It's just like, it's Dragon Quest. It's mm-hmm. fun. The storyline seems kind of like whatever. Like, it's it's fine. You know, it's, no, the, the storyline, the story is better than whatever. But okay. it's yeah. just like I'm kind Let's of like it's, it's Dragon Quest, and it's like mm-hmm. I like Dragon Quest. I, I don't make any bones about it. So I'm I'm digging I've got, that. I've got one question: mm-hmm. Have any of the main characters been turned to stone? I don't think so. Okay, okay. I'm just okay. So I'll I'm, I'll give I'm you like, and this, this is one. this is like a little bit of a spoiler, I guess. Okay, I Spoilers. just. Spoilers. Um, I am at the point where I'm trying to get the shield. Okay. Like I have the Zenithian sword. Okay. And it's like I am recovering the rings so that I can marry one of the daughters. Gotcha. Which, you know, so I've I've got the first ring. Now I've got to go get the second ring. And I just ran back into Bianca, his childhood friend. Okay, cool. So that's oh, cool. that's where I'm at. 
Um, cool, cool. Cool, cool, and, cool. And dude, I, I just like it. I mean, I would say like the characters are sort of like, eh, you know, but like that, mm-hmm. that's, I, I do dig the game. Like, and it's, I, I, yeah, I'm just, I am enjoying my time. Like it's, 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 it's good Dragon Quest and it looks, I think it's like, it looks really good. Yeah. I think it's, I'm like, That Man. Toriyama art style really comes through in those sprites for sure. Yeah. It's, it's sort yeah. of like, like how you were talking about Chrono Trigger on, mm-hmm. the, you know, a few mm-hmm. episodes ago, how they really are able to do that Toriyama art style very well in the 16-bit. Uh, I think it's the same with, with DQ5. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's definitely like a little, it's, well, it's like, that's a PS1 title, I think. So like, it's 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 way more advanced than like the 16-bit stuff. I think that we're actually looking okay. at maybe some like 3D modeling and stuff for at least okay. like the towns and stuff. But it, yeah, it's, it, it's, I I am a little like so so on the monster, okay, stuff like it's like the mon it's like instead of giving you like meaningful companions, it's just like oh we're gonna give you a bunch of monsters. And okay, yeah, like, yeah 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 that's right that's right. You're talking. I'm kind of yeah, like collecting. Meh. Like I found a few that I'm like okay this is cool, but like for the mm-hmm. most part you just you just get collect a bunch of monsters. And I'm like mm, yeah. okay mm. yeah you have to take it in its time. That wasn't that wasn't a big that wasn't very common. Okay. Yeah. Oh so, no, I I get it. I just think it's like sort of like the other ones. Like, uh, is it four? It's like the series of vignettes. Yes. Like, and so it's like coming off that where it's like you've got like some really really cool narrative like arcs with these characters, and then it's like, yeah, we're just gonna like you're not gonna get any of that. And I'm like, uh, but but oh. <laughs> Yeah. Um so that's that's it. Uh I cool. I need to finish XCOM 2. Uh, okay. I'm I'm sort of I've been perpetually in this sort of like the last stages of that game for a while now and I just haven't really wrapped it up. Um uh, and then as as far as the gaming front, uh Parker and I played and beat Broforce. Um, nice. That game is a ton of fun, but the last like level like there's like our different the last stage or whatever you know like mm-hmm. there's a, a group of levels in each stage i don't know whatever however okay. you want to break that down the last series of levels kind of sucked i was like i i was not having fun uh i was actually it, it just it was more of like i just want this to be done kind of moment yeah um just because like that game gets like really explodey and goofy real fast which which is fun but then like it's not like what we call like a great game. It's a good game and it's mm-hmm. a, it's a bunch of fun. And it's like, I think it is best experienced in like with like multiplayer. I, I'd love to get like a four man bro force, like whatever. Uh, that, that'd be a good time. Uh, we, we'll have to. Yeah. I know Paul has it on Steam or whatever. I, I okay. could probably, I could probably run it on my laptop. But it's fun. It's fun. I think using the arcade mode would probably be best, though. And then as far as books go, I haven't done... I mean, I listened to Ready Player 2, and I hated it. Um, <laughs> but it's it's a bad book. Uh, Ernest Klein is a bad man, and anybody who likes that should feel bad. Uh, <laughs> but there there is that. Uh, but in things that aren't bad... I was listening to it's called the uh, the Torturer's Apprentice, I think. 
Okay. And it's a series, The Book of the New Sun. And there, I think there's four books in it, something like that. And I was listening to that on Audible, but like the first, I have the first one, and then the next two or three are, aren't available anymore. And so I don't know. I might just buy the series physically and actually read mm-hmm. some fiction. Um, I was kind of like, I was looking at my copy of Anna Karenina, which has been mm-hmm. like in a state of like being half read for several months now. And I'm like, I need to finish that. Gotcha. Uh, um, I've just sort of, but I did pick up a new series because I need more fiction in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, it's, it's, it's categorized as young adult. Okay. But it's a little sweary. Um, okay. So I, I'm not sure that I would really recommend this for a, young adult like maybe somebody in their later teens to an adult to an actual adult um <laughs> it's it's it, the, my biggest problem adults is like, only that's what you the, call it the story is interesting and it's told from a really interesting perspective which actually makes the swearing make some sense okay but it's also like kind of like eh <laughs> like I'm, and just like for i guess for the sake of, like the the story is being told from the perspective of a teenage from the perspective of a teenage kind of uneducated boy <laughs> who okay. so it's like it, it, it kind of makes sense um but it is like it is, and it's cringy the way like teenage boys swear mm-hmm. um so it but it's 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 called the knife of never letting go it's uh, written by a guy named Patrick Ness it is first in a trilogy um and it's it's actually a really interesting story it's kind of it's 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 very this patrick ness is the same guy who wrote uh it was it was, it was kind of a big deal as a piece of of young adult fiction again but it's about a kid uh, they made it into a movie it's about a kid whose mom is like dying from cancer and he sort of deals with this monster that helps him to sort of cope through like all the different like stages of grief and stuff. Um, hmm. I can't remember that. Anyway, it's a, it's a really actually pretty good book, but uh, yeah, it's, it's good. It's like, it's not something that I, there, there's like some very heavy caveats as far as like any recommendations go. It's like, if you're going to check it out, it, it is very sweary. Um, just, but there's 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 something about that 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 world that Patrick Ness is building that is and and the characters that he's developing that's pretty interesting. Uh, as far as just like scripture reading, I've actually like Table Talk has been in Revelation over the last couple of weeks, and I forgot okay. how much I like that book. Like the Book of Revelation is wild. Yeah, it um, is. It is. It is a trip, and uh, I'm I'm just like man, like. I think what's what's cool about Revelation is it's the only book of the Bible, as far as I'm aware, that includes a promise like that for the people who read it and study it and seek to sort of like grapple with the wisdom and and the word there. Um, God promises blessing. He says, mm-hmm. "Read this, and you you will be blessed." Um, you know, grapple with this, and and you will be blessed. And so, like, there's like. There's a lot of like really good stuff in Revelation. There's also there's just some really awesome imagery of our Lord. Uh, I was in Revelation 19 today, and that's the one where it talks about you know him descending from heaven and mm-hmm. sort of like the armies of heaven, and it's like he, he he's the 
rider on a white horse whose name is uh, Faithful and True. And uh, yeah, he's got, you know, the, you know, the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. You know, uh, I, I remember one guy was like, Mark Driscoll used to say, oh, he's good. You know, because it's, 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 it's written on his robes and on his thigh. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, he's like, that means he's got it tatted on his legs. You know, of course, of course, you would mm-hmm. say that, Mark. Um, but it, it's just a very cool, like you, you know. And, and I think one of the things that I was thinking while I was reading this, and is that he comes and it talks about this battle, but it's not a battle. It's like he comes back, he subdues the kings of the earth, he subdues the beast, he subdues the false prophet, and like, and it's it's like he shows up and the fight's done, right? And it's like, that's, that's kind of rad. Um, and, I, and I just think like, we need to be reminded of that, that like the, the, our, our God, our Lord, Jesus is, he is the lamb who was slain, but he is also the line of Judah, the line who's coming back. And yeah. uh, when he comes back that last time, like he's, and it talks about like, you know, he's going to judge righteously and mm-hmm. like for, for his, his friends, for the people who love him, for for you know the people he's saved, that is a beautiful thing. Yeah. Um, and for his enemies, that will be a terror. Yeah. But like Revelation is rad. Everybody should go read that. Like I'm I'm kind of stoked to get into Revelation 21 where it talks about like the the new kingdom, like the the new mm-hmm. Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's some of like my favorite imagery. Like you know, uh, there's a song that. It was one of the Mars Hill bands, and then they sort of went okay. and did some other stuff. I can't remember, but they, it's called the Rev. Uh, they do a song based on Revelation twenty one. That's like, it's a, it's a sweet jam. It's a real good jam. Nice. So, anyways, yeah, I've backlog report. Yeah, it's a that's a beefy backlog report. <laughs> hey, you have a lot to report on over the past month. It makes it's, sense. It's been a while. Yes. Revelation of Jesus Christ by Ghost Ship. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. It's a rat. It's a rat song. It's one nice. of my favorite songs by them. I'll need to check it out. Cool, man. Um. Well, I like I said, uh, it's been kind of a crazy few weeks, but uh, it's been a crazy past- few weeks. Yes. Yes, Sorry, I'm, I, dude. There's like a month of that that I did not get to like unload that stupid little soundbite on you. There you go. <laughs> and so here, here it comes every time. Um, every time. But I, I have been able to play a bit. I've actually been on the elliptical a lot lately, Ooh. and so a lot of handheld gaming time. Um, but before we jump into, well, I guess it's sort of handheld gaming. So. As I'm looking at GG, where I've been, you know, keeping track of sort of the games that I've been playing. So after finishing up uh, Persona 3 Dancing in Moonlight, um, I picked up a game for 10 bucks at Target, Puyo Puyo Tetris. Okay, Um, yeah. And so I've been playing a bit of that. That one's fun because my kids like the imagery. It's super like Saturday morning anime cartoon Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, like characters talking in between battles of whatever. Um, so that that's a lot of fun. Um, but then it's it's Tetris and Puyo Puyo, and so you like the the intensity with which that you kind of have to lock in to play the games. Um, it's not like it is casual because it's a puzzle game, but it's not casual in that like 
my full attention has to be on this game for the next, you know, two minutes while I play this little yeah. battle. Um, no, I got it for Switch because, like, Megan liked oh, Tetris. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this, I, I heard really good things about it. And I I got a good ways through it. And I was just kind of like, yeah, I'll come back to it maybe. Um, gotcha. Because it's, gotcha. it's like you said, like, it's kind of like, it's got like a goofy story and stuff. But, like, the, yeah. the, that, that that blend of Puyo Puyo and Tetris can be brutal in some ways. Mm-hmm. Like it's like because you're you're juggling two sort of competing mechanics, right? And it's just like ugh, I don't, yeah. I, do, I do not always appreciate it, Joshua. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm only a few worlds in, so I'm still pretty. I'm still at the beginning, but but that one that one's a lot of fun, and it's one that I can yeah. play around my kids. Yeah. Because as you'll see, some of the other games I cannot play around my kids. Um, so I after, know. The, you know, after the Persona Three Rhythm game, um, that we both we've talked about it in Discord. We picked up the entire collection on PSN, um, and so I thought I wanted a Persona dancing game with a story, and so I started up Persona Four Dancing All Night, and my goodness um it's it's just like if you've played persona 4 golden where it takes an hour before you actually get to do anything in the game because everyone is talking for that long that's this game as well and there's about like 20 minutes of talking in between every three minute song of of actually playing something and i'm just like oh my goodness like will you just maybe it's just because i'm impatient because i don't have like a lot of time to play when i boot it up um, and I'm used to I'm used to just kind of the rapid fire like no story of Persona 3's dancing game. Um, that this one is just like whoa, yeah, they just overload that you Persona that. 4 fighting game that you lent me that yes. I still need mm-hmm. to like finish. It's the same thing, and I'm just like, yeah, like can we not do like <laughs> 20 minutes of exposition dump, yeah. and then two minutes of a fight like. Mm-hmm. Can can there be like a better balance of like the dialogue and, and like man that kind of in, scares yeah. me off a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. Like, in my humble opinion, the story to the fighting games is much better okay. <laughs> than the story okay. to a dancing game <laughs> because it's about you know a bunch of idols that are being sucked into this other world, uh, and so you're trying to help them. And it's, it's, it, you know, if you played persona four, you know, like, yeah, yeah. You know, they're trying to, uh, you know, become their own person. And so they, they all kind of go through that. Uh, so I haven't gotten very far. I've probably put in a couple of hours at least, but you know, I've, that means like five or six songs. <laughs> um, so there, there's that I'm sure it'll get better, but I'm a little just kind of like, uh, it's it's a bit much i'll say that yeah so i've yeah. been playing other things um on handheld i have been playing match metroid samus returns i actually finished that one up this week uh because that i've been on the elliptical a lot yes what was seeing that? you actually play that i'm mm-hmm. like and hearing you talk about that i'm like i've been sitting i bought that when it first came out yep i had like a little keychain fob that i have since lost and made me sad Oh, no. um, yeah it, it was cool it was like an 8-bit looking samus thing it was actually nice. the reason i was like no i want this and i want this physically and that's why mm-hmm. um and then i lost the low key chain bump. but i'm like man i need to go back and like because I, I did have a like it was fun playing it yeah but yeah anyways your thoughts. yeah i i so i really enjoyed it um it is definitely so it's it's different in that like 
it's it does follow kind of like a wash rinse repeat kind of yeah. model. Yeah. Um, it is it is still a, it feels very classic Metroid in that you are you know getting these new ability abilities to get to these new areas very exploration focused but it's also very fast paced they've added some things in there where you can search for where you know there are like hidden blocks or hidden items and things like that so you're never it's 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 a far cry from the original NES game where you don't know where you're going or what you're supposed to be doing like no you can always if you backtrack five minutes, then you can get to an area where it'll tell you, like, this is the other area that you're supposed to be in to yeah. advance kind of the story. Um, you know, you're if you know anything about Metroid 2, you're killing a lot of little Metroids, um, or at least the things that they infect. And so you do a lot of the same mini boss battles over and over again. They do change a few times. There's a handful of different ones throughout the game, um, but you do them multiple times. So you kind of get used to it. Um, but it's not necessarily a bad thing because it's so fast paced. Like it feels good. Um, I, my total was about 10 hours. Okay. I didn't do a lot of backtracking. There, there were a lot more items that I could have gone back for. Cause basically there are eight areas in the game when you go to the next one, like, you know, there were areas in the old one or at least rooms in the old one that you couldn't access because you didn't have the right gear. Yeah. So if you go forward and get the right gear, you can go back and get that stuff. I decided to, for the most part, I, I rarely did that just to see how far that I could go. And I finished the whole game like it's not very necessary. So long as you're being pretty diligent in searching the areas that you're in. Um, you'll have tons of, you know, super missiles and things like that that you can find, or at least normal missiles. I think my super missile count was something like 10. Um, so it, it, anyways, you're you're well equipped, even if you don't go back and 100% the entire game. It's nice and fast paced. Um, you're never at a loss of where to go. So So it mitigates those kind of like old school, design approaches where you know you're writing your own map and things like that just because you don't realize what's going on no it's it's not like that at all um so in some ways for some people that might be a bad thing because it it's not that it's handholdy because you don't have to use the things to show you where to go um but for those like me who are you know kind of short on time or like you want to keep it at a real snappy pace then it it gives you those yeah. the ability to do that which is i found to be great even if it is a bit admittedly repetitive it was it i felt like it was so fast paced that it didn't bother me at all so i really enjoyed it it's not it's nothing like groundbreaking but it was it was a really good time so i'm glad that i played through that um I, you know, so I've, I've been playing all these new games, right? Last time I, I talked about how I wanted to kind of finish up some of the old games that I'd started throughout the year. So instead of going to God of War, which I know I need to get back to, mm-hmm. um, I decided to boot up Doom and I've been playing some Doom, playing the heck out of Doom. Uh, my yes. wife and kids went and visited her cousin uh, one evening a few nights ago. And so I had like two hours to just sit and play Doom. Rip. Enter. Yeah, dude, yeah. the level design in that game is so freaking good, isn't it? 
It's it's intense. Cause, I mean, there's a lot of secrets that I'm missing. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like I, I find a lot of stuff and then I get to the end and it's like, no, you found 25% of the secrets in the level. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, but like the challenges are a lot of fun too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, no, I'm I'm having a really good time. I'm surprised at how long it is. Because like, yeah. after that night that I that I put in another two hours, I'm like, I should be, I went to hell and back in that night while my while okay. my uh, okay. wife and kids were gone. And so I was like, I should be near the end, right? And so I just pulled up, just kind of, you know, just search for how many levels are in the game. And out of 13 levels, I think I had beaten six. So I was like, I'm are, not even halfway done with the game yet. Have so, you fought okay. any of the bosses yet? Like the cyber demon or any of that stuff? What does the cyber demon look like? Uh, you'll know. <laughs> like okay. it's okay. He he's very large. Um, there's yeah, I mean, only if, like a few like actual boss fights in that game. Okay, then so. then no, I I don't think okay. I have because you know I I got up to the duders, you know the ones with the with the big jetpacks. What are the revenant? I think is what they're mm, called. Okay, okay, um, okay. Those yeah, dudes. You still got some time. Well, yeah, I I I did those, and then there were like huge demons with big horns that come and like shoot huge green things at you. The big floating heads, you know, that'll shoot the the purple balls at you. They're mm. those guys. There, I I got the basically like the turret gun, and there were those stampeding demons as well that I got to. Oh, and then those fat, oh those those nasty fat ones. That are yeah. just like big mounds of crap. Um, yeah, so, <laughs> so fighting those dudes as well. So, and there are sometimes where they throw like six, you know, of those like what feels to me as like high level demons. I'm just like, holy shnikes. But it just keeps you on your toes. I die a lot, you know, I'm not yeah. very good, but it's a lot of fun. Well, I mean, like the, the thing too with like a lot of those arenas. Like, cause like the, the basic format of that game is like, so there's like, you might encounter some enemies, but it's really like you traverse like these little corridors and then you go like this arena and then yep. you clear out the arena and then you sort of do a little more exploration and stuff. And then there's the big, another like arena sort of environment yep. and uh, it works. It's a really good rhythm. Um, yeah. 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 So but- I'm, at this point, I'm slightly half, more than halfway into the game. So I want to, I want to just finish that one, close that one out, and then I'll go back to God of War. I really like, I mean, Doom is awesome. Uh, yes. Doom 2016 is, I, I think it's pretty phenomenal. Uh, it, it might come up later in the episode. We'll see. That would be cool. That would be very cool. Like, I think, yeah, honestly, I think it belongs on, on the list somewhere. Um, the one gripe that I have with it, and I, I'd be interested to see where you're at when you're done with it, mm-hmm. is that you there are a couple of like, there are several boss fights, and most like the 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 very last boss fight I really felt was just like didn't need to be there. Like I would have rather oh, okay. had like I would have rather had like just like some insane gauntlet or whatever. But the last boss fight. I mean, it, it was fine, but it just felt like kind of anticlimactic or something. But that's not interesting. So, sort of like uh, Bioshock or something. Uh, not quite the disappointment that Bioshock was. Okay, because that okay. boss fight. You know, that game is like it is. 
you know, and that's definitely one that I think we will need to talk about. Um, Because Bioshock is rad. But Mm -hmm. that freaking last fight with Fontaine is just... Spoilers. It's a turd. Um, It's a turd. But anyways. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so I'm um, that's that the one more game that I started up after finishing Samus Returns. Wes is planning on playing. He started up um, SMT four, and mm. he's planning on playing some more SMT games in the new year. And it got me itching. You know, everyone's talking about this new fangled Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. So you know, I I decided to to mash those two together and play this SMT game that I have on 3DS that I that I haven't played before that that uses those like 90s uh, hacker cyberpunk aesthetics. Um, and it's so it's Shin Megami Tensei. There there's a spinoff series called Devil Summoner. Originally, the first one was put out on Sega Saturn, I believe. And then the sequel is Devil Summoner Soul Hackers. That was mm-hmm. also Sega Saturn re-released on 3DS. And so mm-hmm. that's what I started up. I've put a few hours into it already. Um, and it's fun. The the 90s kind of like hacker. It's, it's funny because it kind of uses the idea of like jumping into the internet and having this whole world on the internet that everyone kind of like traverses. And I'm like, hmm, and it's a it's a good thing no like hack fraud has come around and like stolen <laughs> this idea for you know uh, a book no. or something like that. Um, but no, it's 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 fun. It's it's interesting playing an SMT game that doesn't use the press turn system. And I know um, Strange Journey didn't use it either, but it's just, it's going back to that. It's it's interesting, um, and it uses so it's kind of a bridge between old. Shin Megami Tensei and new because it, it it does some things that older games it's you know it's like a first person dungeon crawler sort of thing as well as uh, y- you have to use a specific kind of currency in order to have demons in your party and walk around and in order to summon demons and it, which you get by beating other demons but still like you have to weigh the costs of having more demons in your party because you can have up to six party members but it's going to cost a lot of this currency in order to even like move around in order to keep them in your party. They can get fed up with you and just leave your party at any time. I'm just like, what? Like I, I negotiated with you. You're supposed to be my friend. Well, no, we had a deal. Exactly. Yeah. But no, they can just leave sometimes. So it uses some of like these old ideas um, in it. And, but it's fun. It's fun so far. I'm interested to see where it goes, but I'm still in the beginning of that. But anyways, that's all that I've been playing. Just those handful of games. Um, As far as reading goes, I've been doing some reading uh, after the whole no social media thing. I kind of got on this kick of like personalities and, and, you know, I I enjoy kind of personality tests and things like that. But I've read a few short books about sort of the origins of some. There was there was a book about the origins of the Myers-Briggs test. Uh, called the personality brokers and it basically just talks about those two ladies myers and briggs and um basically their unscientific method i don't want to give everything away but just basically how it's all kind of um their own research that is disputed Hmm. i'll put it that way 
but then that le- led to another book. This 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 book that I read called "Your Personality Is Not Permanent." It's something something along mm. those lines, and uh, it it. it well, it takes it takes a hard turn because like the first half of the book is talking about personality and what it means. But then it basically talks about like here's how you can better yourself. Like once you learn more about yourself, like just know that you can change and here's some ways to change hmm. and here's some ways that you probably should change. So stop like pigeonholing yourself into being this way you know so the classic case is like introvert extrovert kind of a thing yes we have a tendency to be one or the other on a spectrum but you can change that like it doesn't you don't have to be pigeonholed to like you know during covid you don't have to say oh but i'm an extrovert like i need i absolutely need other people in order to find energy like no you can you can temper that like you can work on yourself you can you can restrain some of that Right. Yeah. Right. Redirection. Well, and that's like, mm-hmm. we, I mean, how many times though? It's like it's when the Enneagram was like, like a real. Maybe it mm-hmm. still is a real big deal. I don't know. But I would hear people say like, "Well, I'm I'm just a seven wing four or whatever dumb mm-hmm. thing they would, you know." And it'd be like, "The wings they, have to be next to the numbers, so uh, it could so be." So I'm, I'm a seven wing been. six. <laughs> you know, and but it's like they would do this, and but it wasn't really. It was like. This is who I am. That's the excuse I'm going to use. You just right. need to deal with it. And I'm yep. like, I ooh, yeah. I'm like, that's that's not a great perspective. Like, exactly. And that's that's sort of one of the biggest shortcomings with a lot of that personality stuff. Like, I think mm-hmm. it's not bad to sort of like maybe help make people aware of like some of their tendencies or whatever. Right. But yep. on the other side of it, like when you're using that as an excuse to not have to like deal with your crap, like eh, try again, try again. Exactly. Like I think we can all admit like there are parts of ourselves that we don't realize, that we don't recognize, that other people can see. Like there mm-hmm. are flaws that my wife knows about me that I am not, you know, I give myself grace on or I'm completely oblivious to some of the mm-hmm. stupid things that I tend to do. Um, and so it is a grace, even though it hurts when she points those things out. Right. Because yeah. I ought to get better in those ways, you know, especially as a follower of Christ. Like we ought to be putting sin to death. And so if that's showing up in ways that we can't recognize, it is a grace when that's pointed out so that we can actually uh, what's what's the term mortify that sin. Uh, so I do think it can be helpful, but certainly, uh, yeah, the toxic side of that is where you lean into that of like, oh, well, this is just how I'm, and yeah, I mean, like, yes, there's a certain sense in which, sure, if you, if you notice these are some of the, you want to meet your felt needs, right? I'm not saying that felt needs are wrong, but I'm saying felt needs aren't the most important thing in your life. That's what I'm saying. Um, and, and you can learn to work around those felt needs. So they're not necessarily needs, Hmm, maybe, but anyways, uh, so, so I found that to be a really interesting book. It's by Benjamin Hardy. I think his name is, and Hmm. hopefully I I got that title right. I don't remember, but anyways, that's kind of the stuff. And then obviously we'll be talking about the, 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 the masterpiece of Ernest Klein, Mm. uh, ready player Two. Which the disaster sure we'll piece. About. Disaster. Yes, exactly. Um, I did just in, you know, we've talked about 372 pages. We'll never get back. Fantastic podcast. 
because of that, I listened to The Eye of Argon, another fantastic work of where did you where, where did you listen to The Eye of Argon? Be- okay, okay, I, okay. I had to go to YouTube. And even the guy, Dude. as he's reading it, like sometimes he'd trail off and laugh or he'd just like – shoot me a link to that because i'll just because that's i don't think that's probably not a super long listen is it no it was like two hours and i did it on like one and a half two times speed yeah Yeah. Uh, shoot me a link to that because like trying to read it is just like i'm just like like i just like i read it and i'm like like it's just word vomit it's like i'm gonna string a bunch of words well it's like you and i were talking about it's just a kid with a thesaurus and it's just like and again it's like the difference between Ernest Klein and the, Jim this, Tice. Yeah. Is that uh, one of them actually realized that he was a hacky. That he was a hack fraud. <laughs> that he was, he was a hacky weenie. And uh, the other, the other has not figured that one out yet. Uh, it's been attempting to cash in on that for the past couple of decades. Well, no, I guess like 10 years, right? Isn't that how long it's been? But he, since I mean, book? and Anyways. like the worst part is like he did somehow manage to cash in on that mm-hmm. because people are the worst. <laughs> the worst. These are the things that Nate hates. Um, but <laughs> yeah, so I have Argon. I did listen to like half of Tech War as well, but that oh, dude, was just so I ever tell you, I read those when I was a kid. Okay. Like, I was just like, I was like, yeah. And I had some like tech, some of the tech war comic books. And so oh. it's like, it had been a while since, but I was like listening to it. And I was just like, oh, this, I remember mm-hmm. this. It's mm-hmm. so bad. It's so bad. It didn't like live in the exact middle of your brain. Uh, it, like, amigo? It, was, it was actually like traumatic amigo. Oh, uh, no. Hey, uh, uh, like, Old <laughs> bloke. Oh, <laughs> You know, whatever. Uh, sorry. Now this is all like inside jokes that like no one else is gonna oh, get unless unless you've read Tech War. Um, because and th- so I I that was also that was also a YouTube thing. The the audiobook with William Shatner reading it was on YouTube, and listening to it at like a faster speed to get through it, you don't notice a lot of like the the weirdness that they bring out in the podcast. And so I only got about halfway through and then I just listened to the rest of the podcast without without listening to the book. Because I'm just like, eh, this is just a bland story. It's not like it's nothing too terrible. But then they like, start bringing out like, oh, hmm. It's like low, it's low tier. It's like it was ghost written and it's like low tier yeah. fiction. And it's like, mm-hmm. this is just like. They, <laughs> Shatlard. They, <laughs> Shatlard. <laughs> Sorry, the, the ghost writer, his name is Goulard. And yeah, it's Shat. It's William Shatner who actually has the credit for writing the book. So they call him in the podcast Shatlard, and it's just, <laughs> it's just a hilarious freaking name. What was the the term Wes used to describe Armada? Aggressively mediocre. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. I would say Tech Wars is like aggressively mediocre. Like it's just like, okay. oh, but it's not. There's no aggression. It's just like it's just like earnestly mediocre <laughs> yeah it's just kind of like yeah. eh, it's like eh. it's just like you could tell the dude was just writing it because he was like it's a paycheck yes well yeah. yeah but then there are times where like you don't even know if they bring this on the podcast like is was english his first language <laughs> because there, there are some things in here that just seem very strangely translated like it, it yeah. well I I have to wonder. It's just like it's like one of those things. Like if you're like just like churning out 
Like, cause it's just like, you're just like, you're nah. just typing. If you're just turning it out, like, are you really all that? Like, like, is it when it's like, you care? my, 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 <laughs> my sense construction is like yeah. not optimal. It's like, I don't care. Right. Like they're paying me by the word. I'm just going to like, you know, like, yeah, just crap it out. I mean, it's going to be on Shatner's name anyway. Like no one's going to know I did this. <laughs> he's like, he's like, why do I have to edit? No one's going to know that this is a Shatlard masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh my goodness. Disaster yes, piece. good times. Ugh. All right. Well, that's all that I have to report on. So uh, we're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, let's let's finalize this list for 2021. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. well, and we'll t- when we get, when we come back, I'll talk, a, we can sort of, because I have ideas. Okay. Uh, uh, especially in regards to how the brochachos will voice their complaints, et cetera, mm. or make mm-hmm. their, make their cases. But okay. Okay. We, we'll talk about that when That's we true. come back from this, this break from our, this word from our sponsors are also just the guys that we like and hang our friends. with our friends, yeah. our pals, our buddies. Hey there, I'm Wes and I run the Henshin Dab podcast. If you don't know what that is, well, It's a one-man show where I talk about all the things that you need to know about the tokusatsu genre from Japan. If you've seen shows like Power Rangers and Ultraman, then you've seen tokusatsu. And I just happen to think those types of shows are pretty cool. So come on over and take a listen as I discuss all the current and retro happenings in the genre. You can find it over at anchor.fm forward slash henshindad. I'll see you there, and don't forget, henshin a go-go, baby! And we're back! 